I'm good. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Beercade Radio Podcast. I am your host with the most. Have a toast. Spencer Showtime. Shout. With me as always is my good friend and co-host and co-founder of the Beercade Radio Podcast, Ethan Feinstego Deutsch. How are you, Hey, baby. Yo, you sound a little uptight. I'm like you're... I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. tired. It's been a a while since we've done this, and I feel like every time we record, we have the same conversation. (laughs) Don't worry. We're back. We're back. This is a good... Every time. It's a good first step, for sure. You don't have school? No. Exit school, insert kid. Yeah. Ready for the podcast. A lot of changes. Um, in life that's happened since the last time that we've recorded and put anything out for the public, but uh, I mean, I guess we are. We're back, baby. We're certainly back, and uh, let's go ahead and outline the show. So we're going to change up the format. Um, Hold up, I'm having some difficulties with my audio. I can't turn the music down. Yeah, it's probably loud for you. I just can't. I'm just going to turn it down this way. Okay. So we've had some uh, changes to the format of what we're going to do this for the summer. Um, Normally we do a brewery and then we highlight a certain number of beers from that brewery. But since it's summertime and we've recently gotten into IPAs, what we're going to just do for the <laughs> I don't like the talking in the background. What we're going to do for the next few episodes is we're just going to highlight some some IPAs. So I guess you could call it a collection. It's going to be an IPA summer special. Um, to kick it off, we've got a couple beers that we'll outline. Um, we're going to continue with the craft beer fact of the week. Brought to you unofficially by Untapped. We're still working on Yeah, thank you. We'd like Shout to. We'd like to get sponsored at some point. Doubt that'll happen with the way that we uh, that we record. Yeah. Um, we've changed up name that game, so we're gonna bring it to a little bit different format this time, and uh, then we'll get into the main topics. Today we'll be discussing Black Ops Four, uh, Fortnite, Destiny Two, and Ready Player One. So we can. That was kind of a of a lengthy intro, but um, what are we drinking today? I'll let you start out. You'll let me I start? Mean, yeah, you can start. Okay. Ladies first. Well, I haven't been drinking all night like you have. This is actually my first beer of the day. <laughs> and I feel like I'm just going to get slower and slower, like with my speech, because I'm pretty tired. Um, but I'm drinking, Tar. and you had this earlier, but right now I'm drinking Stone Ripper, which is an IPA by Stone Brewing out of San Diego, California. Uh, it's five and a half percent. It's 5.7% according to their website with, uh, 40 IBUs. Um, and I just kind of want to talk about 
just stone in general, not necessarily about this beer. It's a solid beer, the Ripper. Um, it's a pretty classic West Coast IPA. There's nothing really special about it. It's very refreshing on a hot day like today. It's fucking hot. I turned the air conditioning on for the first time. Yo, yeah, it was 86 in my house. I tried to convince uh, my wife and my in-laws to turn the heat on because they're over for the weekend. Turn the heat on? Nah, air. Turn the air. I've been drinking. <laughs> and to quote you, uh, I, I've, been I've, been, I've been drinking. Yeah. I, I, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Uh, I tried to convince them to turn the air on. I was like, it's 86 degrees and it's 10 a.m. And they're like, oh, no. No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, it, it's just perfect in here. As my kids, like, sweating balls. and Yeah, dude, crying. it's like the devil's dick outside. Definitely, definitely perfect. So, I mean, it's good. Anyways. It's good for the, for the conditions. I, at one point, I looked at the thermostat in my house and it said 88 degrees. I said, nope, we're going to, nope, mm-mm. Not acceptable. So I turned the air conditioning on. But anyway, I in February, was it February? I think it was February. It was. I went out to Palm Springs to visit my girlfriend's parents who winter. They spend their winter in Palm Springs. And then uh, we went to Disneyland in Anaheim to meet up with, with her mom. Is it and Disneyland her or is it Disney World? Disneyland. Confirmed. Okay. In Anaheim. We went to okay. Disneyland, and then after that, we went to San Diego and went to a bunch of different breweries. Um, but one of the most important breweries that we went to during that trip was was Stone because of their. It's unbelievable their garden, at Stone. I know you went to San Diego, but didn't get a chance to get out there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't get out there. I wanted to go to the uh, the World Bistro, which uh, our buddy Bill had told us all about the World Bistro. Super like open patio beer area and then uh, i know you were talking about the actual brewery itself and kind of what that looked like yeah I, I mean i don't i don't know if i know the difference between the the bistro and the place that i the went bistro, to the bistro isn't actually like the brewery the bistro is like a, a restaurant that like uh kind of opens up it's like there's a wall that's just kind of open face and it's kind of glassy and then there's a big like yeah that's where patio we went. area. Oh okay sure. Yeah that's where, where we went. went. And yeah no I mean because they had apparently redone the outside so there was like turf everywhere, um, but there was like a like a little river kind of that ran through the whole thing and I don't know it's really had to, the garden was absolutely beautiful. Um, there's a, a an outdoor bar. And an indoor bar, but the outdoor bar had full service, which was dope. Um, and I had a really, really good barley wine. I don't, it was an oak-smoked barley wine from the teak. It was delicious. I'm not super big into IPAs. I've developed a, a taste for them lately, the last few months, but they're not necessarily my go-to. So what do you have to say about the Ripper? The Ripper's it's delicious. I enjoy it. Like I said, it's just a solid West Coast style IPA. Um, hops, not too bitter. Doesn't linger. It, there's nothing foul about it. Some IPAs that I've had are kind of foul. Um, this one's solid. I give it a four. Okay. Yeah, and I, uh, the IPA that I chose for today's show. Now, I'm not drinking it right now, only because I was drinking for about like five hours beforehand. Um, in the 90 degree weather with stouts, IPAs, goes, 
um, all of those. But I chose uh, Third Space's Happy Place. It's uh, technically an American pale ale. Uh, they call it their Midwestern pale ale. Um, it's a little bit hoppier. I mean, it's 45 IBU, so it's a little bit more than the Ripper. Um, but it's only 5, 5.3%. Super, super clean and crisp. Um, the one thing I love about Happy Place is it is a little bit sweeter. It's uh, citra hopped. Um, I'm big into like the hazy, juicy New England IPAs right now. Um, and Happy Place hits kind of that taste, even with um, not necessarily having that hazy body to it. So super clean, crisp, refreshing. Uh, can find it almost anywhere around here. So I absolutely love that Paleo. Definitely is my go-to from Third Space. Um, and really in general for when I have to go around and uh, find something just to sip on, especially during like the 90. I think we're supposed to get to like 98 tomorrow. So we'll probably have snow like a week from now. So let me ask you a question. What's the difference between an IPA and an APA? What makes a beer an American pale ale? Is it just like American style hops? Uh, <laughs> Wait, throw me right on the spot. Um, so but American. I, I mean, if you don't know, that's fine. I was just wondering. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming it has something to do with like types of uh, the malts. And, and the hops that they use, but I've got no fucking idea. The malt. The malt. So, so here's the thing. You're going to ask me as we go through like a pre-show walkthrough, but you don't mention like, oh, hey, what's what's the difference between an APA well, and an IPA? I didn't hear you and mention that it was sudden, an APA. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, after like five hours of just boozing, you're like, hey, Bob, <laughs> once we're recording... What's the difference? Do you know? I'm going to throw Fuck one at the no, place. I don't know. Okay. Well, my bad, then. I didn't know. I'll, 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 no, sorry. I'll report back <laughs> on the next one. <laughs> Fucking hate this podcast. This is why we don't record. This is why we don't record. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I give it a I give it a 3.75. 37? A little bit picky. Okay. Yeah. If it was hazy and juice, five all day. Uh, so we've got that. So I'm giving mine a 3.75. Gave yours a uh, a four, right? I give mine a four. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Right. It's just right. you know, like I said, there's nothing special about it. It's fine. It's a serviceable it's, IPA. It's fine. Uh, so moving on, uh, the unofficial. Unofficially sponsored Untapped Craft Beer Fact of the Week. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Untapped, fourteen thousand Flytune uh, store. It's got a five star rating. So if you don't have at Untapped, you suck. Download it, rate your beers, show Untapped some love. Shout out to Untapped. You're showing Untapped some love right now. Hell yeah, unofficially sponsored. You know. Yo, sponsor us, Untapped. Seriously. Boom. I'm gonna start. Drop that. Shit. I'm gonna start hashtagging you on everything that I do. Hashtag, hashtag untap, hashtag sponsored beer kid radio podcast, hashtag untap, <laughs> hashtag un- unofficially sponsored, hashtag unofficially unofficial. All right, drop that knowledge. So for the to you by untapped. craft beer fact of the week, brought to you by untapped unofficially. Um, U.S. microbreweries and regional breweries. What? Yo, I don't know. I don't. 
I would okay. So at the end of 2013, the statistics kind of old. So I'm sure that the numbers have gone up since then, being five years old. Fifty percent to all these numbers. At the end of 2013, there were 2,800 brewers in the United States, um, which include roughly 2,700 craft breweries, which are divided up into 1,200 brew pubs and 1,400 microbreweries. And it says 120 regional and craft breweries. Yeah, so if you had 50% to all those numbers, you're looking at like... (laughs) (laughs) You're looking at like 4,300 craft breweries subdivided into like... 1900 brew pubs and like 2100 microbreweries ish give or take brought to you by untapped uh the other part of that fact is actually in 2013 at 50 percent to all these uh the brewing industry employed around 43 shout out to america in brewing and (laughs) distribution um it had a combined economic impact of almost 250 billion dollars that's almost a quarter of a trillion dollars which is damn near half a trillion dollars. So uh, <laughs> it had an impact of a trillion dollars. Yo, in, speaking, uh, of, speaking of America, shout out to the veterans. It's Memorial Day weekend. We're actually recording this as the first thing that we're doing day. on Memorial Day. Because yeah, it's Memorial so, uh, Day right now. Shout out to America. Shout out to the veterans. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so like a tr- it, it almost accounted for a quarter of a trillion dollars in uh economic impact <laughs> from just those uh untap. those microbreweries and breweries so untap hashtag untap hashtag, hashtag unofficially sponsored rolling into the next segment hit that shit play that music we're playing name that game baby i don't know what music we got so i'll just play something we'll just play this it's for the name that game um this is a funky beat it's real nice yeah all right so I'm playing the game today, right? You're yeah, hosting you're and I'm play playing. Yeah, so here's what's going to happen. Okay. All right, so like Spencer said, starting out the show, we're changing up the games a little bit. Um, before Spencer would just read up some random ass uh, questions, name that game, name that. that. Uh, right now, I'm going to give him a survey. I've got a list of 70 games, and it's going to be fill in that blank. I'm going to say blank then the rest of the game title and Spencer's going to have to lay down what is the blank that's missing. We're going to give him a minute and a half to try and list off as many as he can. Uh, I'm going to give him an over under of uh, probably 26 and a half and I don't think he's going to get 26 and a half. Uh, he's able to say pass whenever he wants uh, and that's about as simple as it goes. I'm going for 30. So, you're going for 30. I don't think you're going to do it. Um, with that said, any questions before we start? I have no questions, Alec. All right. <laughs> uh, if you want to drop the music a little bit, we'll get the game going. Or if you want to put out a new song. No, I don't have many songs on this. I'm going to have to add more. All right. Uh, I'm going to start the timer in five, four, three, two one we're starting blank pain max max pain that's correct blank a killing moon pass fuck <laughs> blank pilgrim versus the world scott pilgrim versus the world that is correct that's two blanks bad fur day 
Conquers. Fucking love that game. Hey, Ed boy. Blank ate my neighbors. Zombies. Hell of a game. Played the shit out of that Blank. game. Blank. <laughs> so did I. Blank Fighter 2 Turbo. Ultimate. Nope. Wrong. Pass. Okay. Blank Woods PGA Tour. Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Correct. AKA White Blank. Girl Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blank Cities of Gold. Cities of Gold? Pass. All right. Blank Cooper and Sly. the Thieves. All right. Good shit. Blank <laughs> Nukem. Duke. Yep. Blank of Monkey Island. Pass. Blanken Goblins. Ghouls in? No. Okay, pass. Blank Suit Larry. Leisure. Nope. Leisure Suit Larry. Don't eat, oh, a, yeah, eat a dick. Yeah, I know that game. Blank, Never played Blank it. Blank 007. Goldeneye. Yes. Blank Combat. Mortal. Yes. Blank's Dreamland. Uh, pass. Nope. Done. That's it. And a half. You got ten. Got ten. All right. You got ten. Yeah. I mean, I I, I way overestimated. All right. So the ones uh you missed. Yeah. Which ones were, did I miss? You missed blank cities of gold. That was seven cities of gold. Seven. Okay. Yeah, you would have gotten that. Uh, secret of Monkey Island. Is that like a uh. A, a sequel? Hell of a question. Don't know. I've never heard uh, of the two games that I missed. And then Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> ghosts and Goblins. What did I say? Uh, you you said like ghouls. Oh. Ghouls and Goblins. Same so, precipice. I mean, yeah, I mean, same precipice, but definitely not the right answer. Is that the right word? Precipice? Um, Who knows? I've been drinking. Go on. Again, it's one o'clock in the morning. Go on. I've been drinking. That, that was it. Those were the ones you got wrong. Oh. Um, no, but I mean, you did good. Zombies ate my neighbors. Shout out. Yeah, that was a good Best game. Fucking game around. Shooting um, zombies with super suckers. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jumping on trampolines over fences. Lawnmowers. Running them over. Um, okay. Well, I mean, technically, according to my my music player that was our housekeeping music that i used for name that game so we're gonna use a different song <laughs> for the Jesus for housekeeping bro. um welcome back to the podcast ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so, and this is our outro music we'll see you no next this time. is this isn't the outro music we got one more song <laughs> that's, what, that's what i fucking said and this is our outro music we'll see you fudging later Shout out to Nate Shot. Shout out to Hunter Thieves. Sponsor the podcast. Shout out Untap. Auto, hashtag Untap. Auto officially sponsored Hunter Thieves. So, guys, follow Beercade Radio on all social media platforms. We're super active on all of them, not really. But it will help Kinda. encourage us to become more active. You can follow the Beercade Radio on Twitter at Beercade Radio, all one word. Um, friend us on Untapped. Hashtag sponsored by Untapped. Unofficial. Uh, we do have a Twitch stream that I forgot to put on today. Yep. And we're I gonna can... be we're gonna be streaming uh, all the podcast episodes moving forward on twitch.tv backslash beercade radio. Forward slash. Backslash forward slash all the slashes. Hashtag. Hashtag unofficially sponsored. But yeah, beercade radio again is all one word. Um 
rate and review us on iTunes. It's really helpful. Uh, the podcast is available on just about any platform that you'd listen to podcasts with Stitcher, SoundCloud. We upload to Sound, we upload to SoundCloud. Um, but apparently, ratings on iTunes really help out. Uh, but if you know, if you listen to podcasts and you Google, just Google search Beercade Radio, you'll find the, you'll find a way to listen to the podcast. It just helps, gets exposure. Show us the love. Show us some love. Just give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Whatever it is. Just engage with us. Yeah. Engage with us. Shoot us a tweet. Say you guys suck. It's cool. That's fine. We know. We haven't heard from anybody. I would love to hear, like, this podcast sucks ass. Well, thank you. That's fine. That's cool. Thanks. Appreciate your feedback. Because at least we know you listen to it. (laughs) That's true. So let's go ahead and get into the... uh, the first main topic, um, I want to talk about Blops 4, Black Ops 4. So there's, I don't know if it was last week or if it was two weeks ago, but they had a, a reveal. Last week. Last week, they had a reveal for Black Ops 4, um, which is going to be the new Call of Duty game, which is like, yeah, we get it. There's been a fucking Call of Duty every year since 2005. Why do we care? Why are we talking about Call of Duty? It's a dead game. Well... Kinda. Black Ops is fun. I enjoyed Black Ops. I never I didn't play Black Ops. I think it was two. I didn't play Black Ops two, but we played a little bit of Black Ops three, if I recall. No, we played Black Ops two. Uh Black Ops one. No, no. Uh you didn't play Black Ops three. No, I didn't play Black, Black Ops two. We played Black Ops one in college. We didn't play Black Ops two or three together. So which one did all oh, cause we played Ghost we played together? One. Yeah, we played Ghost and we played uh one together. So um, so one of the big things about Black Ops this year, there's there's like a couple major things that we'll we'll cover because I don't really want to spend a lot of time talking about Black Ops. Uh, yeah, well, let, let's limit ourselves because we got we got better topics. Like so, one of them is the fact that this is like Black Ops has been one of the best campaigns in Call of Duty history, in my opinion, that in Modern Warfare. Um, but this Black Ops isn't going to have a campaign. So that's new to the to the Call of Duty franchise, where they're going to release a game that doesn't have a story mode. The story mode in Black Ops, or all Call of Duties really, have been more of like a cinematic adventure than just a campaign mission. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're really diving into knowing the characters and and everything else like that. Um, so yeah, I was a little bit shocked when I when I heard that, but I also heard rumors that they weren't going to be doing. Uh, campaign and I mean there were a lot of other rumors as well which uh, they confirmed during the reveal which was pretty cool um, but before we just jump straight into that you said um, Black Ops and Modern Warfare were both uh, great from a campaign standpoint mm-hmm. did you hear that um, I former Treyarch employees left the company they were at to go back to Treyarch I to go back to Treyarch. Yeah. So basically, the thought is, um, it's going to be Modern Warfare Four. Would it be coming out? Yeah, I thought I saw a tweet that that was confirmed. Or no, it was on Instagram. Yeah, well, yeah I don't. Was it confirmed? That I know well, that there it was, was leaked. Speculation it was leaked. Going back, yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. it on on Video Games, the Instagram channel, Video Games that, um, Modern Warfare Four is going to be the. Is gonna be the next 
Call of Duty after Black Ops because that was that was released like a day after the Black Ops Four reveal. Yeah, yeah. So somebody, so I think, in Call of Duty is fucking up. Yeah, big. So I think like the the really big things, um, just really high level of kind of like we were getting to, that's different with this time around. Black Ops Four is dropping in October, which normally uh, Call of Duty games drop in. Uh, early to mid November. So that's a big change. Normally you see like Battlefield drop in early October. So in October. Uh, Speaking of Battlefield, they're coming out with a new game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can talk about that later. World War Two um, style. That looks sick. Um, and then they don't have a campaign like you had said. And then they're diving into the world of Battle Royales. Yeah. Which is huge. Yep. And I'm a little bit intrigued to see how that works. Um, Battle Royale and uh, a Call of Duty type uh, shooting or shooter atmosphere. Mm-hmm. PUBG or or what I, I have to imagine it'd be like PUBG where it's more realistic. Well, see, that's uh, during the reveal. That's one of the reasons why they said that they were not including a campaign was so they can introduce different game modes or introduce different ways for people to play with friends because that was one of the one of their 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 staples was introducing different ways that people can engage and 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 play with friends can play with each other (laughs) well i mean phrasing they're they're smart i mean they're smart right now i mean if you look at this this will kind of do you have anything else you want to say about blops for um yeah i mean just to kind of piggyback off what we were saying the my biggest criticism of all battle royale type games, H1Z1, haven't played DayZ, but PUBG. Um, what was that game that we played? The Calling and uh, with the Fortnite. Calling. With Fortnite, like yeah. I just, I'm not a fan of the mechanics. The way that the game itself feels, it just feels. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the mechanics. So to introduce a battle royale with Call of Duty mechanics, I think that could actually be pretty fun. But what do you mean by mechanics, though? So like the gun, the gun. I don't like the, I don't like the the bullet. Jesus Christ! I don't like the building mechanics in Fortnite. It seems yeah. really cheesy to me. Um, it seems like an element to a game type like that where it's just not, it's not needed. Um, okay. So. But with like PUBG, I don't know. I just could never get the feel for the guns for the gun, the gunfights well, in PUBG. But why do you think that's going to be different than Call of Duty? Because Call of Duty gunfights, like Call of Duty. Uh, it's a pretty. It's it's like pick up and and play. It's there's yeah, it's, there's no it, really learning curve. Yeah, but there's there's no way that it's gonna be that way in in Call of Duty's Battle Royale. I'm sure it will be. It's, it, I mean, I can't imagine they would recreate an, an, a new engine or mechanics for specifically that for the Battle Royale. Yeah, but I also don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. But I feel like it's I. If I had to guess, it's going to be closer to PUBG's mechanics. Um, I doubt that. Than it is to anything else. Than like a COD necessarily. I feel like it's going to be a but COD, but Battle I Royale. Guess, I guess we'll find out in like four and a half months. So we certainly will. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm probably not going to play it. To be honest, like I don't have time to play Call of Duty. I didn't like Call of Duty World War Two on PC. It just didn't feel right. Um. But I'll probably watch people play it. 
That's for true. Yeah, we we dabbled in the beta. Um, but I mean, when we're talking about battle royales, and you mentioned it before with Fortnite, um, let's talk a little bit more about Fortnite, competitive Fortnite, uh, the growth of Fortnite. We can go super high level about it, but that game has taken the world by by storm, and it doesn't sh- it doesn't look like it's slowing up anytime soon. Um, I know you had said, you know, it's just going to run its course and it'll eventually like die down. But it will. With, well, I mean, how's it going to die down when two weeks ago Epic, the creators of Fortnite, announced that they're going to put in a hundred million dollars into competitive Fortnite? You're you're drawing so many more people to your game. So you have a hundred million dollars in prize pool in a year. Yeah, I and mean, that's a huge for one game. That's huge. That's huge. East, there, so there's an, uh, a site, eSports Earnings, um, that pretty much calculates all of the, the winnings from every major. That doesn't even necessarily need to be a major game, uh, but just every competitive eSport. Uh, from the year 2017, there was a total prize money. And I'm, this is including every major game and even minor games, so like Dota 2. CSGO, League of Legends, Heroes of the Storm, Call of Duty, Overwatch, every single major tournament. Um, I don't even know how many tournaments there was played. Is there a... Okay, so total, to, total tournaments, there's over just under 4,000 tournaments in all of those games with a total prize pool of $113 million. So Epic committed a hundred million dollars so take that total prize money and multiply it by two because of one game that's crazy that's yeah crazy. i mean the, f- the fact that they're putting up as much prize pool money in one year as dota 2 csgo and league of legends heroes of the storm and call of duty combined and more and hearthstone and overwatch all those combined so you can take the top seven esports and the payouts and earnings and that equals Fortnite now. That's absolutely insane. I mean, I you wonder how many people from other esports put down what they're doing and they start to play Fortnite. How many CS:GO players put down CS:GO because the total prize pool is nineteen thousand or nineteen million? You're like hell. If I can have a chance at you know that hundred million dollar pie, fuck yeah, I'll take that. Have you have you watched any of the H1Z1 or the PUBG tournaments? Not H1Z1 or PUBG. I've watched the Fortnite tournaments, like the Friday night uh, Fortnite. And this is what I was going to ask you is, uh, have you watched any of the Fortnite tournaments? I haven't any watched the it. Fortnite competitive stuff. No, I haven't. I I stay away from any type of Fortnite content, like the plague. But I was just I just wonder how like how do they format it? Because I know with the PUBG tournaments they were talking about having an arena with 75 different game like 75 different stations with you know all those people on the same floor is that kind of how fortnite does it or they they haven't had an arena that's just has yeah. it been all online stuff well so ninja ninja did an arena in las vegas um where he did a kind of like a a hunting and bounty of ninja where they had a bunch of pcs in a in a room and they all just spawned in and yada, yada, yada. 
and it goes off of kills then and you do multiple rounds i think you do like uh two rounds and whoever has the most kills in those two rounds wins um that was the ninja event but like all the online stuff what they've been doing is uh they do groups of three or uh excuse me two squads of two and they launch into the a game just like a pub and whoever has the most kills out of the two pairs um that are paired up against each other wins the round and that's it so it's strictly kill based so you can't just camp around and be like oh i made it to top three and you got one kill doesn't matter um it's super fucking intense that shit's super super crazy it's insane uh ninja just uh this past friday had like four hundred thousand viewers at one point for just this friday night event for uh that keemstar put on and i think keemstar also tweeted out like ninja had like 2.3 million like unique yeah i don't know what it was 2.3 million unique either viewers and like mentions or something fucked up but like fortnite and ninja are just rolling in the money and just laughing because they yeah. they figured something out yeah his 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 stream and his like global presence has blown up with fortnite but i mean when when you have a player base with as many people as fortnite and you're the best fortnite player like that's bound to happen yeah but i mean even still nobody expected something like this to blow up that much yeah i mean he on the regular has a hundred and and like thirty thousand viewers uh, concurrent just on twitch and then you look at like what else is happening on twitch when he streams he's almost out getting more viewers than the overwatch league yeah which at one point was was bigger it was newer to the scene but he's got more watch by himself. Yeah, that, I mean that's true. There's companies like Bungie, Bungie, Blizzard. Companies like Blizzard, and who does who makes CS:GO? Valve. Valve. Yeah. These companies are spending millions and millions of dollars on production to try to gain viewership for their competitive scene, and Ninja is getting the same numbers if not more than a lot in of his these basement. events yeah <laughs> in, his, in, his spare, in his spare bedroom and you can see his bed in the back yeah i mean the thing is too what, what's what's crazy about the ninja effect so ninja blew up with fortnite people knew him from halo they knew him a little bit from h1 but he really blew up with fortnite mm-hmm. um what's crazy is he's kind of like a rocky relationship with halo from my understanding um, with like who runs Halo and everything else like that, and the Halo World Championships earlier this year, eh, kind of struggling with viewers, and people are saying, "Oh, I wonder if Ninja's gonna host the Halo Worlds," and there's a lot of like talk about it, and he wound up hosting Halo Worlds. Did he really? And they broke all their yeah, and they broke all their records for like Halo World viewers or some shit like that, all because Ninja just hosted that channel 
So, like, that ninja effect is... Oh, you mean hosted real. on Twitch, you mean? Yeah, hosted on Twitch. Okay. Yeah. No, he wasn't there. He hosted on Twitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I thought he was, like... Nah. Like an MC at the event or something. No, nah, he, doesn't, he doesn't do that shit for free. He said it multiple times. Um, no, he just hosted him on Twitch. Set the world, set the record for, like, Halo Worlds. And the last thing I'll say about Ninja, because we're talking about Fortnite, is... When you have the most mentions out of any athlete in the world by like triple, and you're an esports person, you've made it. Mm-hmm. He had more mentions than Cristiano Ronaldo, LeBron James, LeBron James, fucking LeBron James, best player in basketball ever. Second, um, you've made it. Top two all time. Top one all time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you've made it. Yeah. And it, it's because of Fortnite, which is insane. Yeah. So I'm looking at a um, an article that Variety came out with, Variety.com. And it's just talking about the announcement of the, of the competitive scene. Um, but they said that players spent $223 million across all the platforms in March. On skins and shit, microtransactions. And now we've covered microtransactions oh, yeah. briefly in 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 the in an older episode. But I mean, two hundred twenty three million dollars in a month. Yeah, man. For a they're, free they're, game. They're, yeah, man. Their their skins go like crazy, and like people always on Twitter are like joking about like, oh, like V bucks. Oh, I got V bucks. Yeah. What is it? Is that like their in game currency? Yeah, yeah, it's their in-game currency. <laughs> Fucking V-Bucks. Like, you people joking like, oh, shit, I've lost, lost so much money on my V-Bucks. Like, uh, Courage JD streams a shit ton of Fortnite. Um, he sent a kid who he plays with, his name's Connor. Uh, Connor, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. It was in V-Bucks. And that's $300. He sent him $300 in V-Bucks. V-Bucks, huh? To buy the, to buy the uh, John buy Wick skin, John Wick skin. To ju- yeah, to buy the John Wick skin, the uh, the dinosaur skin. <clears throat> I don't know, man. But I, I mean, I think Fortnite. I think competitive Fortnite is going to be huge. Optic Hex said it months ago. He wanted to get into it. Knew it was going to be big. Epic, Lou, their player base and their community, and makes the changes that need to happen. Unlike. Destiny 2, Segway, plug. Uh, Destiny 2 doesn't listen to their community. I mean... They do. They, they, they do, but they don't. Let's be honest. Like, I don't know if we've had a podcast since Destiny 2 come out. I don't think we have. Since it's, um, since it's been released? Yeah. Uh, we definitely haven't, I guess. Hmm. September... September. Yeah, I don't think probably, we may not have. Probably not. We probably did. I mean, here here's the best way to sum up uh, Destiny 2. You get on a roller coaster. You start climbing up the roller coaster. You got anticipation. You're like, ooh, you feel it in your jimmies. You get to the top of the roller coaster. You go down that roller coaster. And then your roller coaster crashes. And you think, what went wrong in my life? Why did I waste 80 hours in the first week on this game? 
and uh, then you put it down for three months. So yeah, I mean we've we've spent I'd say more time complaining about Destiny Two than we have actually playing it, but we've played it a lot. Um, and they recently released their second expansion, Warmind. So we kind of got back into it. And we convinced one of our our clan mates to get the game, and I feel kind of bad for that because we haven't really played it since the first week of that expansion came out and it added new content to the game more things to do but it's it still feels very very shallow there's i mean there's still a lack of content in destiny 2 um i don't know it's but you're right the game itself is dying bungie has made a lot of mistakes with this game um most popular games nowadays aren't in some way incorporate some type of competitive scene to their game it's a great way to drive revenue, great way to encourage people to play it. And the PvP for Destiny is just, i <clears throat> it's hard to get behind. It's hard to get behind. It's so inconsistent, and they've just done so many things to the to the meta, to the way that the game plays. To It's, it's just broken. I mean, for, what was it, like a six-month gap where de- it was literally a dead game. You know what I mean? Like the... The concurrent people, the the daily active users for Destiny, almost dipped as hard as No Man's Sky. At one point, not as significant, but for the number of people that you know, Bungie and Destiny is used to having, took a huge, huge hit. I don't have the statistics, but I just remember because even some of the major Bungie st- or Destiny streamers like uh, Gathalian. Broman, they didn't play Broman, it. Triple Rack, Crafty. They, they just stopped playing the game altogether. Yeah, I mean, if, if you looked at, like, Twitch, um, so, like, the thing with Destiny, with Destiny 1 especially, was they, they grew such a tight community <coughs> that people tuned in, they watched it. We knew what they were going to be doing, running Nightfalls, running Raids, PvP. Um, but the community was so strong that they would just watch it. Uh when Destiny 2 came out, and once the content was figured out that, hey, there's nothing to this game, um, all these big-time streamers that kept the game alive, but giving them a, that exposure, exposure, excuse me, from it. So, Goth went to Fortnite and Sea of Thieves and other games. Broman went to uh, Fortnite as well. Crafty. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he went to. He didn't play. Triple Rec didn't play. I mean, all these big-time streamers that are giving your game publicity and still some viability to be like, hey, I'm going to invest my time in a game. What should it be? Oh, these people are playing Destiny 2. Let's go play it. All that went out the window. Um, and now with with Warmind, the second expansion... Uh, they completely botched the first expansion, and I think that's what really turned a lot of people off. Yeah, that was really that's why bad. That I hadn't really played bad. for like, yeah, I mean, good three and a half, four months, because the expansion sucked. There was nothing to it. Um, and my, now Warmind. Good. Uh, I was just my like, I read online. Obviously, this didn't apply to me because I had, I already bought the expansion at the time, but. <clears throat> When they came out with Trials of Osiris, the first expansion, it essentially locked people out of certain content that was prior to the release of the expansion available. 
So people couldn't run strikes. They couldn't do certain endgame activities because they didn't have the expansion. So it was like I had access to all of this content, but I didn't spend the additional $20 to get the expansion, and now I can't do those things. I don't even think people could play Trials unless you had the expansion. So it's just like, how do you, what are you doing? What are you doing, Bungie? Obviously, they rolled some of that back, but there's still certain things. Like, I don't think, because our buddy, he doesn't have Trials of Osiris, and we can't run strikes with him, heroic strikes. Yeah, that's the, or Curse of Osiris, you mean? What did I say? Trials. Whatever it was. The trials of Osiris. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but that is a that, that that's a hell of a segue. Brother I want to talk about this. Um and really this is like the only thing I have left to say about Destiny 2. I don't want to waste more time of my life on Destiny 2 right now. We've really talked about shit. it a lot. Um but here's the last thing I'll say about this. Before they completely shut down the Trials of Osiris servers for Destiny 1 on PS4 and Xbox One, there were, I think it was about 10 times more users and players on Trials of Osiris right up until Destiny 2 than there was during any week of uh, Trials of Osiris right now. In Destiny 2. There was, I think there was like 17,000 players playing uh, Trials of Osiris in Destiny 2. And up until Destiny 2, there was 175,000 players still of Osiris on PS4 Destiny 1. Yeah. How do you break a PvP system like that so hard where nobody wants to play it anymore? I and know. I get that there's I get that there's probably a, a separate team because while you're doing Destiny 1, that's one team, and Destiny 2 over here, that team has to be doing everything. But you think there has to be some sort of fucking knowledge share amongst each other? Botch a perfectly good system like that? So hard. Like, Trials is pointless in Destiny 2 right now. We played two games last <laughs> week in trials and i mean we didn't win around yeah we, we didn't win around we we lost 12-0 6-0 in each yeah. it was like tennis in high school all over again we we got banged so it, it wasn't even fun um and that's part meta that's part shitty maps that's part um lack of matchmaking game type yeah lack of match they fucked up a lot. So, I mean, it's Destiny 2 is a war mind. Supposedly, there's going to be a huge release in fall, kind of like taking King was for uh, Destiny 1, mm-hmm. which is what they need. If it's anything short of taking King-esque of a release, Destiny 2 is a dead game. Dead game. Period. It, it, <coughs> it, it gets killed off. They have teased. A lot of people are holding out hope for that. They have teased that they're going to release a game type that has never existed in a first-person shooter before. So while my expectations are extremely low because Destiny 2 has been such a flop, um, I'm, I'm interested to see what that means and what they're going to do in the fall. <clears throat> but we'll see. Only time will tell. But if it doesn't, like you said, if it doesn't work out... De- 
I think Destiny as a franchise is might just cease to exist. I uh, yeah, I, I don't see them being able to do a Destiny three. Definitely not. Um, with how bad that they they butchered uh, Destiny two compared to Destiny one. Um, and speaking of butchers and flops and wastes of I wouldn't even say waste of time, but butchers and flops. <laughs> the last topic being Ready Player One. So I'll let I'll let I'll let you start it off. Being okay. that, I mean, you kind of spearheaded reading the book and wanting to go see the movie, and I followed suit. Well, um, so I'll let you kind of start it off. One of our clanmates, shout out to Quantro, um, he actually f- introduced or, or suggested that we read Ready Player One back when we played Destiny, the first game. Um, and that was really before, you know, the movie. I don't I'm sure it started filming back then but it was before anyone knew that it was going to become a movie and uh so he was really the first person to get the the clan or the squad into the book but yeah no I read the book <clears throat> I gobbled it up in like a week it was an incredible book it's a really fun story um I probably won't try to you know it's it's been out long enough spoiler alert okay fucking spoiler alert spoiler baby but no, the book was very, very good. Um, and I was really excited for the movie. I knew there was, just based on the trailers, um, just based on the trailers, I knew there were going to be a lot of inconsistencies with the book, which is the case for most movies that are based on books. But I wasn't expecting it to be as awful as it was. It just... it. I was very, very disappointed in the in the movie. It was fun, and I tried my best to watch it from a perspective of somebody who hadn't read the book because I knew if I if I if I watched the movie thinking about the book, then I was going to pick it apart. But I couldn't. I could not help myself. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't get past it, you know. So I I finished. So it took me a little bit longer to read the book just because I, a I don't read. Um, even it was a phenomenal book, but I just couldn't fucking, I started reading, I'd fall asleep. Um, but I finished the book the night before we went to go see it and we saw it together and the amount of, the amount of difference between the book and the movie, I just couldn't get past. There's some stuff that's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. It's Um, forgivable, right? He, he doesn't grow up in OKC. He grows up in Columbus. Okay, that's a difference. I can get past that. What I can't get past is major fucking plot holes. And, like, the fact that, like, even, like, the dungeons and the challenges that he goes through in the book, he doesn't even do any of that, almost any of them in the yeah. movie. Well, I mean, they it's like they completely changed the three challenges, right? Oh, yeah, completely. Even they, the ending of the movie, they fucking changed yeah and it's not even that, it's not even like oh we had to change it so it become it looks good in a movie you could have easily fucking done easily done that it's been a few weeks since we've seen the movie so i can't really think of the major difference but like obviously the the first gate miss kidnapping yeah how about that yep yeah I mean, that was that's a load of shit and that happened right in the beginning yeah because back to what you were saying in the book 
he grows he he originally the story starts in Oklahoma City. And in the movie, he's just automatically in Columbus. Now in the book, there's like a major development. His growth as the character is important because there's a transition period where he moves to Columbus and he becomes like he that's to to follow the archetype of, of the hero's journey. That's him leaving home to embark in the journey. And in the book, in the movie, he's just already in Columbus. Like that's a major point, major point in the book, in the story and the development of, of, of Wade as a character that they just completely glossed over. And like you said, Artemis, he doesn't meet Artemis until, you know, halfway in the book, there's a buildup of suspension, you know, of suspense and, well, and, and they don't they don't actually meet each other face to face until the end of the book. That's true too. The final the final challenge, but instead <laughs> Artemis kidnaps kidnaps Wade, and then they have that moment in the garden outside of wherever the fuck she's living after she kidnapped him. No, that's not how this shit works. It, that and then the I mention of like welcome to the resistance or whatever it was. What resistance to the rebellion? There's no fucking rebellion. There's no right. mention of the of a, of a rebellion in the book. This this isn't Star Wars, and that's the only time it's mentioned in the movie. So it's yep. not even like that's a major point in, of the movie. It's literally a a one scene mention. It was mentioned in one scene in the movie to kind of gloss over the the fact that Artemis kidnapped him, which doesn't happen in the book. It doesn't happen. Uh, Saito or uh, Daito? Daito. Daito doesn't die. He doesn't die in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Um, where in the book, spoiler, again, all this is a fucking spoiler, but he gets pushed off his apartment and dies in some video, so that's how they throw at the end. The fuck? That never, that shit never happened. The, oh, when Artemis get, um, when she, she goes to IOI, not, yeah. <laughs> not, Wade. not Wade. Where Wade plans all that shit. That was such an epic part of the book. So yep. epic. And it's like, oh, no, Artemis is there. We're going to send Artemis. Oh, like, why? Why do that? But it wasn't even Artemis's plan either. It was Artemis got captured and then that happened. That just, whereas, where, whereas Wade set himself up to get captured. I want to nope. I want to watch the movie again. And I'm comes out in July. Comes out like July twenty fourth or something. Oh, I can bootleg that shit, but I want to watch it again just to. No, I don't, because it pisses me off. <laughs> it's it's it just fucking pisses me off. I'm sure by like by normal standards for a movie, it's not a bad movie. It's not it's not it's not a bad movie. It's not well, a very so, good movie. You know, it's not like. So two coworkers saw it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it was, it was pretty good." I was like, no. Had they read the book? It wasn't. No. So that's what I'm Brian saying. Like it's, a, it's a perfectly yeah, serviceable yeah, that, science yeah. fiction movie. Yeah. and it, I mean, here's the thing. It's nostalgic. If you grew up in like the 80s, early 90s. Oh, that's another now, thing. That's another point. The, it's, it's not really. The movie doesn't make any sense. Why? Like in the book, they're... It, 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 they're Throughout the entire thing, that's a oh, big that's theme. Like, is the he, fact he, that he it, doesn't do the Pac-Man. Oh, that's another thing. Remember, he, he has to perfect. Yes. He has to do a perfect game of Pac-Man <laughs> to get the quarter. He doesn't know what the fuck the quarter does. Yeah. But instead, he fucking bets with the butler. 
Yeah. Who turns out to be fucking what's his face? Ogden. That was dumb as shit no. too. Okay, that shit ain't in the book. Like, like, come on. I like I said, I was expecting that there there's certain things that you need to do when making a movie. You have to you have to make some changes to the to the overall story um, to make it fit a screenplay. That makes sense, but I mean the car chase, I get it. Major Fine. fucking major yeah. fucking changes to the the core fundamental story. Yeah, I can't get over the whole Artemis kidnapping <sighs> thing. That shit sets me off. The, the, here's the thing. They don't even show Wade going planet to planet trying to do the challenges. Collecting in the book, any of the of the relics. Yeah. I mean, and, and he's going around from planet to planet um, checking shit out. Nope, that doesn't happen. Uh, Sorrento at the end. They made um, his name. Fuck. Iraq. They made Iraq like the most badass important <laughs> character. Yeah. Yeah. And all he is in the book is just like some high schooler who doesn't like Wade. That's it. A relatively insignificant. Yep. But he's huge. He's huge. He's huge. He's huge. Yeah. Huge in the, in the movie. He's um, almost, I mean, obviously he's not the main antagonist, but he's very close to being the main antagonist. There. Yeah. The other, what was it? Uh, um, there's something else that I wanted to mention, but I forgot it. I forgot it. Oh, the beta capsule, the fucking beta capsule. <laughs> they don't even use the, did, did they even mention the beta yeah, capsule? They did. They did at the end. Because remember, uh. Saito, or yes. Saito, I don't remember. He uses it and then he dies. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. But like that wasn't anything, and like uh, Wade uses it. Wade uses it. And then he it, jumps right. into the portal at the end, but that doesn't happen. Or no, 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 no. He gets he gets Artemis's uh, floating shoes. Yeah, Achilles. That boots. doesn't happen. No. Um. IOI blows everybody up. Well, that happens. That happens. Um. I mean, it was just overall disappointing. Super disappointing. I'd give it a one point seven five out of five. <laughs> and definitely I'd give it a one point seven five because I had a fucking big old tub of popcorn the whole time. Definitely not top five all time. Definitely not top five all time. All right, so. We went over Bob's four average Fortnite Ninja Destiny 2 Annoying Ready Player One Extremely disappointing Disappointing The common theme of all of these Our lives are super disappointing When it comes to video games But There could be some things on the horizon That are coming up A little light In the distance might be coming out of a little dark time so i'm excited next episode next video games coming up that get me going and as always we're gonna have some fucking phenomenal beer ready to share with you guys yeah i mean we're gonna continue with the uh the ipa summer special we'll bring some new ipas to to the next episode um and i i want to continue on this uh continue with the competitive Fortnite story just because of how important it is to the video game culture right now uh, we don't necessarily need to spend a whole lot of time in it but just 
up to date when more information is released we'll bring it to the podcast um just a reminder guys follow us on on twitter at beercade send us a friend request on untapped hashtag sponsored by untapped hashtag sponsor us sponsored unofficial sponsor um want to give some credit to the music that we hear that we're playing in the podcast it's all free um so i want to give credit where credit's due in order i think the intro song i can see it by dark sun um beat cook up five by jay blinked sunflowers by Peter sheen and uh, caramel peak but tasse to say i'll never i don't care if we do 300 yeah, episodes no, 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 i'm no, never it, gonna it, pronounce the, these these it, guys names tasse. right <laughs> do you have any any final thoughts no man like i said um a little bit disappointing in terms of video games beer is not disappointing it's summer we're gonna be back at it weekly broadcast we're gonna be trying to stream it live next week hey man congrats but- congrats on being a dad by the way it's the Thanks. first time, you know, we've talked about a lot of things, but that's one of the major changes that have happened in our lives. I graduated from college after 10 years and you became a father. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, so thank you, first of all, biggest thing is like us on all those socials. So I have an excuse to record more podcasts. Um, and then uh, spend some more time with my kid afterwards. There but no excuse from doing podcast weekly. Take an hour out of my day, out of my week. Yeah. Talk to you guys. Uh, follow on and on Twitch because we're going to be streaming it live <laughs> moving forward. Plug, plug, plug. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of life changes. But we're going to try to get to a normal weekly schedule and you're, okay we'll you're rambling <laughs> you're, you're starting to ramble drunk ass i've, I've been i've been i've been, I've been drinking. drinking quote spencer show all right, all right fine, no, i got fine, nothing else fine stego i love you love you man guys tune in again we love having you here remember to rate us on itunes download us wherever you listen to your podcast have fun, drink responsibly, but most importantly, game responsibly. This is the Beer K Radio Podcast, signing out. <laughs>